Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. What up? This is what happens. You're gone so long and then you come back and you don't hit the button right. Like. We're thinking about the uh, Madonna song. Who's that guy? I never heard that song. Who's that girl? You never heard that song? Yeah, I've heard that one. Well, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Jeff Cardoso. We haven't seen him. What do you mean? I didn't see you yesterday, did I? What was yesterday? Wednesday. It was Wednesday. What was okay. I doing? You were busy. I was with Robbie. Thursday. You were here Wednesday. Uh, Thursday was yesterday. Oh, yeah. I was over in... Uh Watching the rainfall in Jacksonville. Yeah, so for spring break, how did that go? That was <laughs> what a, I, all I could think about is I felt bad because it was, it was brutal. Like, You're sitting there waiting yeah, around for nothing. We were sitting there, Robbie and I were doing the show, and we're like, "Yeah, I'd rather be doing this show than be doing what Jeff's doing right now." Yeah, but that we did, uh, we did get to have a game on Wednesday. Awesome pitched, uh-huh. one. So he's four and zero. Oh. In so, what? So that was good baseball. But in what? What do you mean? Like high school. Yeah, what else would it be? I just want to make he's sure he's a sophomore in high school. I'm just, I'm just, yeah. Buholds Bobcats, baby. 4 0. 4 0. Okay. What's gave, the up, gave up one run in six and two thirds. But what's his total ERA? It's under one, I think. Has he ever hit? seen anybody hit a ball as far as Pat Burrell hit? It? Probably not. <laughs> he, did ha- he did give up a homer the other day, with two starts ago, though. First one he's ever given up, and I laughed. Did he get a little whiplash? No, he just <laughs> dude, dude got it well. He was a cleanup hitter. He hit it oppo, and got it got out. Oppo so. homers don't bother you as much. No, it just kept carrying, and it just yeah. It, uh, oppo it homers because the, the homers where a guy just totally barrels you up and times yeah. your pitch right are the bad ones. Yeah, oppo homers. This guy was too good. Yeah, he know? ran into one, yeah. and he's good, good player. So. Yeah. 
So no, it was it was it was good. And I mean, not the ideal spring break because I planned on then hanging out at the beach all day yesterday, and that didn't work. Out. That didn't happen, and then the game ends up getting canceled. But I did take the kids to the indoor go kart racing, so that was fun. And what and what city? Jacksonville. Uh, I didn't, I didn't know they had. Yeah, one. they had one, and this complete jackass. Thought he was There's cool. A lot of them out there. Thought he was cool, and he's like cutting people off, and he's cutting off Addy, who's you know thirteen, like racing yeah. with the adults and getting passed by everybody, and so I spun him out and kept going. So like three laps later, he tried to do the same thing to me, and he tried to cut me off, and he spun, and I just destroyed him. It was like bumper cars. My my go kart went up into him. And they had to shut the whole race down, pull me off of him, and I'm just like dog cussing the guy because so he's a what, complete a-hole. Oh, and, and his age was probably mine. He was an older, oh, older, he was older guy. guy. Yeah, he was okay, an older guy. that's okay then. If yeah. you did that to a 14 year old, no, of course I wouldn't do that. This oh, guy, I think you would. No, I definitely wouldn't. <laughs> you like to you like to show your aggressiveness. Like you're the nicest guy in the world. But when you're mad, don't piss me off. No, don't piss him off because when you do, he's gonna go. No, he's gonna go medieval on my, you. My my philosophy in life, and I got half of it from Andy Lopez. All right, his he always Not, said, "Be on time, do things right." So that's one of my philosophies. So you get the good part from Andy Lopez. Yes, the good part: be on time, do things right. And then my other part is, don't be a moron. Yeah. And there's a lot of morons out there yeah. that you just like. Uh-huh. What are you? What is your deal and like 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 we were talking to seth before the show started and then he's like walk in walmart and see the people walking around well i'm not going to disparage walmart well but but there but there's morons like don't be a moron i've heard of walmart i've never been there but um it's not where you get your gym shorts no of course not okay that's good i get high quality did you talk about uh you you know I don't know if you saw it or not, but you know they put a lot of videos out there of the press conference of Todd Golden. Yep, and I saw your ugly mug in a couple of them, like front and center. You I had a good seat, huh? I didn't see him. I I uh, I got there way too early uh, because I was doing running around doing a lot of things. In fact, it was very nice. I went to um, uh, both softball and baseball and got batting helmets signed by the coaches. In fact. Uh, Tim Walton gave me one that's signed by his entire team. It's, nice. really, it's a really nice helmet, too. We'll get some money for that, for Stop Children's Cancer. But I was doing all that kind of stuff, running around. And uh, so when I got there, I was like, um, I was like, I got there too early. Because, you know, it, it, it's like you go, to, I, it's just a me thing. But if I, and you said, be on be time. On time. Yeah. And I'm be, I'm never late. For anything, if you you know that about correct, me. I agree with that. I am always on time, and I'm usually way early, and so I got there way early, and I went, and I talked to a few people. It was great to see Bill Donovan. It was great to see um, Dan Cross and Patrick Young and some other guys, and uh, talk to people. And I I said, look, this is the best seat. I'm gonna sit in the front row seat. I don't have really have any questions. I'm just here. And what I wrote for Gators Wire was my five observations from the press conference. Not Here's the questions. I started asking a couple of questions. I went, nah, no. Let let the let the journalists ask the questions. I'm not really a journalist anymore. I'm a media. There's a difference between journalist and media. So is it like what if what would you have said? Because I know well Edgar always does it, but then you know Bianchi did it, and I'm listening to the press conference and Mike Bianchi, Orlando Sentinel. What would you have said? 
That's that was part of the problem. Pat Dooley. The I would have said Pat Dooley. Uh, parts unknown. I mean, you I could have been something funny. You could have been. Uh, Pat, I would probably have done Pat what? Dooley, the independent, like Trent Krim or the dude from uh, Ted Lasso. The independent. The independent. <laughs> that would have been that awesome. That would have been great. You're right. I should have done that. But I really didn't have a, good, a question for him. I I always just wanted to hear him. I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't want to be part of the story. I wanted to hear what he had to say. And and um, so, are you more impressed now? Yes, very much. Well, that's good. Very much. I thought he was uh, came across, and we got a little after session with him and with Scott Strickland uh, that they always do for a hire like that. But it was just a weird, in a way, to me, Jeff, to be having gone to my second new major head coaching hire in what three months i mean it, it's just weird we don't see this we we've never seen florida hire a basketball coach after firing a coach right i mean it's true Nobody's you haven't fired you, yeah, yeah. Uh, the last one was norm sloan but yeah. that was way before your time yeah so usually it's somebody leaves and they get they bring somebody else in which is the same thing again so it's kind of weird to have it happen in both football, but I mean, but didn't McElwain and Mike White get here at the same time? Somebody said that, but I, I, for some reason, I don't see it the same way. Yeah, because Mullen was what three years? Yeah, but McElwain was well. So Mike know, White was seven. But Mike so White that would have been the same time. But Mike White, okay, so the fifteen, the fourteen, fifteen seat. No, yeah, would have been the last one for Billy. So he would have gotten here in, like, whatever, uh, April or March or May of 15. 16. Yeah, and McElwain was here in earlier. I don't know. Whatever it was. I feel like they were together, but maybe yeah. not. Either way. Neither one was that good. No. So, yeah, but it's rare that you even get these, and now you get two in, in just a couple of months. So. And all the chips are on the table right now with Scott Strickland. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm not being critical of Scott Strickland when I say that. I love Scott Strickland. I think it's, he didn't like my grade that I gave the hire, and I, I to, totally since then said I was wrong on that. I, and now after meeting the guy, but I may have been right. Who knows? I could have given him an F, and I would have gone, hey, I told you he was an F. I don't think he is. I think he's a. I think he he's going to do a good job. But it is not hard, easy here. Not at Florida. I'm not just saying at Florida. But, but he But it's it. not easy anywhere. No, anymore. it's not. And uh, evident of. I mean, can we talk about Gonzaga today? Yet again, I'm not being able to seal I'm the deal. Driving in, and I'm going. The the same conversations people were having about John Calipari, they're having about Mark Few. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's time to move on. Maybe you know, maybe we this guy just can't get us over the hump. Well, the hump's different at different places. Yeah, but you also, I think, and and you said it many times on this show that Arkansas could win it all. I think you you saw that. And what do we see? Really good guard play. They they shut down Nemhard. So I mean, Nemhard wasn't good at all. In that game, two, three, four, ten, I think, yeah. or eleven. So all you know, he wouldn't have been anything special here either. He just he goes out there, plays, saw it. plays crappier competition, let and me, he's me, good. Tell me, tell me if I'm way off base on this. I always thought Nemhard was a heady, uh, really smart player 
But he wasn't that talent. Correct. I agree completely. He, he was never I didn't that think good. He was that good yeah, at all. Yeah. But he, like for all the hype that he had, and he's the savior of this program, yeah. and all these things that he's going to do, he wasn't. And, or and Mike he, White wouldn't have let him go. And you saw it the, in that game last night. Exactly. He was, he was terrible. I would much rather have his best play was he, a throw. Yeah. That he threw in the basket. I would much rather have Arkansas's guards. Yeah, Just Note the, was the terrible last night. He was okay. He was better in the first no, he was half like than the five second for half. Forty. Yeah, better <laughs> in the first half than the second half. Yeah. No, he's. But he. I'd still like to have him. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was. Um, it's kind of an interesting phenomenon to watch how people turn on coaches so fast. I mean, now they're uh, Calipari's had the worst season and then the worst postseason in the history of the program. So now everybody's like, well, maybe we need to make a change here up here in Lexington. And and I heard, and again, a lot of it is national, our our national commentators who don't really watch basketball all year. They only watch the postseason. And they go, go, Mark Few, he can't get it done. Can't get him over the top. But Two. anybody can win at Kentucky. Can they not? Maybe anybody can win at Gonzaga. I think so. I mean, but Dan Monson got it started there. But, Cal- the Gators. but think about Calipari. He, to me, he's... Not anybody can win. Anybody should win. Because no, Billy be- Gillespie did not didn't. win. Yeah. Okay, but Calipari is a guy that is more concerned... And he I mean, it might be. The, I think he's just not concerned with the right thing. Right. He oh, might yeah. be. He might be the best in all of college basketball at putting guys into the next level and and producing talent. But that doesn't mean that you can be a good coach, and that doesn't mean you're going to be a guy that's going to assemble a national championship type team. And I no, think he's said that over the years. He's yeah. he's always been worried about. Hey, I'm trying to get these guys ready for the next level. And if I'm a Kentucky fan, I think that concerns me. Well, you're not at the next level. You're supposed to be winning here, and you're not. And I think that's part of his problem is that he has uh, – I, I think, though, he, I, I will say this. I believe John Calipari uses that as a buffer when they don't win more than it's really his philosophy. In other words, yeah, but look at all these guys we put in the pros. We put four guys over – well, why didn't you win with those guys? Yeah. Well, we, we got right there, but, you know, it, it's the NCAA. And I will say this. The NCAA tournament is a different animal from anything else. Mm-hmm. It's so different from baseball. Think about in baseball. If you go into the uh, College World – not even the College World Series. If you go into the uh, regionals and get beat in two games and you're done and, and your your season is considered a, a disaster – where you you can win one of two games in basketball and you go eh, it wasn't that bad but but unless you're a blue blood and then you got all those problems and that's the thing is Gonzaga a, really a blue blood if they've never won a national title I don't know I'm not sure they're a blue blood you said Kentucky or Gonzaga Gonzaga they're not a blue blood no but they're they're there every year they've been in two national championship finals yeah. I don't know. I, I I mean, if I'm, lo- I'm I, I think we're running out of blue bloods. I'm not sure Kentucky's a blue blood anymore. They didn't go to the tournament last year. They went for one game this year and lost to my Peacocks. You missed my T-shirt yesterday. Yeah. Um. 
Does it have a like a peacock on it? It's, it's cool. I like it. I'm that one is that's a t-shirt I wish I had known to get before. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Those are always good. All right, so we've got plenty to talk about. We'll take a break. Three nine two eight two five five. Got a uh, a big baseball series happening. You can hear yes. that throughout the other uh, weekend here on too. WRUF. Softball's big as well with uh, Tennessee coming to town there. Okay, let LSU me you on the other. Let side. me ask you this: Does um, because I don't think that. Todd Golden could throw as good a first pitch in baseball as Billy Napier threw. It was, it was good. He threw some heat. Do you think he goes underhand with softball? No. <laughs> I would. I would too. That's 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 the way you're supposed to do it. That's the way the sport I don't, is. I don't think I've ever seen a first pitch yeah. in softball. I do other people do it? I don't know. I didn't see Napier's either. But Napier's daughter threw I'll be out there softball. Oh, he did? She did. She did. Yeah. Oh. Well, he didn't throw out the first pitch. Then. He was there. Well, he didn't throw it out. No, can't not count as good that. As baseball. All right. Well, so. maybe, maybe um, Golden. I don't know how old is it. Were his kids? I, I glanced over there. I couldn't tell. They're young. Uh, very young. Yeah. That may not work out. No, it'll be, uh, it'll be him doing it. Maybe he'll have you do it. No, I'll be in the booth. We'll take a break. Come back and uh, start getting your phone calls. Will is here taking those calls today. Three nine two eight two five five. Come join us. Here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Ellie Shreve. Gator Baseball is back in action this weekend as they host the LSU Tigers in an SEC home opener tonight. Catch coverage here at 6.55 PM. Gator Softball will also host the Lady Vols tonight. Also this evening, Gator Women's Tennis will host number 44 Ole Miss, while Gator Men's Tennis is on the road to take on the number 55 Razorbacks. On Saturday, the men's swim and dive team continues to compete in the NCAA championships. Gators Track and Field will compete in the Raleigh and Texas Relays all day Saturday. The Florida Women's Golf Team will compete in the Clemson Invitational with 18 holes on Saturday and Sunday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ellie Shreve. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. I don't know, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. 
Melvin Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073. We are your home for the NCAA basketball tournament and the Final Four. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we welcome you back. Dools and Dozo going through the uh, the walk of life here on a Friday edition of the tailgate. Good to be Man, here. I have been going through the walk of life lately. Yeah. So. Keep making it. Let's just leave, let's just leave it there. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of ups and downs, certainly, but we we'll just try to try to make it. We always make it. Um, there's a fact, a huge fact error on FloridaGators.com Uh-oh. today. Uh oh. Is it Chris Harris? I'm going to call him so out. No, out. Matthew Hutchinson, who's one of the football SIDs. L- listen to this line and tell me the fact error. Okay. It's talking about Pro Day, yep. holding Pro Day. Well, and I know pros. Coverage yes, starts at days. 10.30, streamed live on the SEC Network. Okay, got it. The next sentence, Gator greats, Gator greats, Chris Doring, Shane Matthews, and Jeff Cardozo will report live from inside the Gary Condren indoor facility at Sanders practice field. Where's well, the fact error? The clear, the clear error is great. Yeah, how do you say I'm not a Gator great? Oh, you, I, you know, I would say Shane and Chris are. You're a Gator great announcer. Yeah. I mean, you could, I could see you one day going into your little Hall of Fame, which you love. That Hall of Fame, you've been a, you've been a. Uh, well, I am see it. Yeah, but you've also so been a, a committee member. You've a been voter. a committee member. That's what I'm saying. So it's important to you. Yeah. I c- but I can see them putting you in as a like a Guggen or whatever. What what do they call it? They like a c- contributor. Yeah, maybe. But not as a player. I mean, that hell could, no. Maybe you could coach. Nobody in in my era pitching wise would be in the Hall of Fame. Stats are too bad. Uh, With the cheating bats. I think Wilkerson's in there. Yeah, but he's a hitter. Yeah, he's in there. He's he was a, a pitcher. He he was a starting pitcher on the team. Fog is actually in there. Fog is really <laughs> so good. So don't know. Nobody some, else though. But some people got. You're people talking about out. two guys that were in, in the big leagues. They for got a really people long out. Time. About Matt McClendon. Yeah, he's not in there. I'm, no. I'm getting. I'm, I hope not. Didn't make it. Um, what about Beth Dieter? No, she's not in there either. Mm, she could be. She's a contributor. Right. Chelsea Sakizi was in that era. She mm-hmm. she's in there. Yeah, but softball is different. I don't know the way you were throwing. I'm not sure. What that's different. <laughs> All right, let's get some phone calls. We get uh, Jeff to join us next here on the show. Hey, Jeff, what's up? What's up, gentlemen? Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, we're talking about baseball and basketball. 
in college sports, I, I really don't think that there's a model where you can dominate either sport anymore because there's so much depth and talent and competitiveness. Um, you know, you've got to get lucky to kind of win a, a basketball title now. And people, um, you know, criticizing the Coach Cal and Coach K and all these guys that, that were at the top of the sport. Now you've got maybe 25 teams that could win the national title instead of 10. And same, same thing goes with baseball, Jeff. I mean, um, I think there's, there's so much depth and talent now. Uh, the Gators can't play a midweek game without worrying about losing uh, to some dominant pitcher and 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 guys that that, that are pretty good at in the positions. Um, just wanted to get y'all's take on that. I, I completely agree. I, I think I mean baseball especially because that that sport if you have one just dominant guy that day yeah. then he's going to beat you or, and there's nothing even you can in the do. College World Series if he's pitching every every third game right yeah. Well, and I think that's where even, Jeff, we, we look at the, the high school rules now and, and what's done with that tournament. Like when you get to the postseason in high school, you could literally, if you had a dominant arm, throw him because the length of stuff is so spread out, you could throw him every game yep. throughout the playoffs and, and go win a state title. So, um, yeah, the, but I, I going back to your point, though, I think, you know, you look at Bethune the other day. I mean, they, they came in here, they, they threw a guy that just happened to be really good that day, even though his earn run average was, was not good. But it, it was enough to shut down one of the best offenses in the country, in the, in the Gators. And I think certainly when you look at basketball, um, there is, there's so many different guys now. And I, w- I was thinking about this, and you know, Dules, it's fascinating because there's a lot of guys, especially when you watch the, – the fun part about the NCAA tournament is – you watch old games and they have different yep. highlights and different yep. things. You're like, this guy hit this great shot and whatever it was, but then you've never heard of the dude again. But he was a really, really good college player and then couldn't even sniff getting in the NBA. It's, it's Nick Gillum. The guy wins yeah, a, an NCAA yeah, exactly. golf champ. Like He was the best player in all of college golf for the University of Florida, and he can't even get on the PGA Tour. No. He's been in, he's been in some tour events, but he hadn't, he's never made it on so, the tour. Yeah, it's no. There, now there's, he's, there's a lot of parody now. He's a normal person right now. Yeah, but yeah, you're yeah, right. I you mean, know, that's I tell you. that's a hard part in basketball too, especially because let me tell you what I I think with the the parody of basketball now, we went into this tournament. Would you agree with this, Jeff? And I think you and I talked about this. I thought there were seven or eight teams that could win it. Yeah. Okay. Now there still are seven or eight teams, but they're not the same teams. They could win it. I think there are eight teams that could win this whole thing. I would eliminate St. Peter's. I would eliminate Miami. Miami is not consistent enough to do it. I would eliminate Iowa State, and I would eliminate um, – there was one other team I was going to eliminate. But the other ones could all win it. Duke could win it, uh, obviously, because you've eliminated all these top seeds, Gonzaga and Arizona going out last night. You know, Kentucky, which I thought was, was going to win the whole thing, is out. Um, Auburn, which was a team that we thought could win it all. They're out. So it's almost like they've, they've set the path. It's just who's going to take advantage of it? Who's going to grab the golden ticket when it's there? But you've got you to gotta do it when it's there. And that's what it comes down to sometimes. It's not just about having the best team. It's about the opportunities there, and you grab it in the NCAA tournament. It's so different from football, as we all know. 
Absolutely. Yeah, football is just nothing but uh, speed, strength, um, and, you know, just talent. Football is all and, about the best players. Uh, you can overpower. You can overpower the other team. Yeah, football is yeah, about having the best players. It's about having 11 on each side, whereas basketball, you can have two really good players and win. Exactly. You know, I tell you what, the transfer portal, I mean, look at all the teams that have repaired themselves in just a year or mm-hmm. two with the transfer portal in basketball. And, and, and you know, let's hope Todd Golden can do the same thing. Well, and and, I think, and, Jeff, if, if you in, listen you know, to him talk in that opening press conference, it seemed like he was pretty confident that he can find that. I and mean, they've already hired a guy that's basically just going to scour the, the transfer portal and find the, the best of the best. Yeah, you know, in the old days, it was like, you know, turning a battleship. Now it's like, you know, turning a, a speedboat. Uh, yeah, but days, you can also turn in the wrong direction, as we saw last year. <laughs> well, that's true, Pat, but but uh, but you can be more adroit in your turns these days. And, and, and really, the, the, the um, as far as basketball goes, the, um, the guys that, that – um, um, you know, were dominant in the old days or are no longer uh, dominant because there's just so much parity now. There's so many other teams that can win and it, from from different vantage points. I mean, you've got St. Peter's winning with uh, three-point shooting. It'll be interesting tonight to see if they can uh, handle those two seven-footers from Purdue. Yeah, but when you go back and think about okay, in the old days when the same teams dominated, who 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 was there? Duke, North Carolina, UCLA. Uh, they're all still there. You know, they're all they're all still alive playing playing in the tournament. So it's not like the yeah, but 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 Arkansas Arkansas was had a run that was unbelievable. They won the national championship and then. Came back and I think they lost in the I want to say the Final Four the next year with Corliss Williamson and those guys. So, I mean, look, it, 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 that's the way it works out, man. I mean, everybody goes through runs. Florida went through the greatest run of all time that no nobody's come close to since, winning back to back, and then Billy had to rebuild and it took him several years to rebuild to get a team, even though that team had no NBA players players on it. And it ends up being in the Final Four. I mean, that that's just the way it works well, sometimes. Yeah, I, I tell you what. Now you've got so many talented coaches in the conference. We've got a fourteen-team conference. That well, you don't uh, know that if they're talented. The there's days, we probably had there's five new coaches. Three or four talented coaches. Now we've got maybe twelve. Yeah, but there's five new coaches, and 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 you couldn't pick them out of a, a police lineup. Well, that, well, that's true. Uh, but uh, I mean, all you have to do is listen to Todd Golden. You know he's not uh, an imposter. I agree. I, mean, I agree. But he's I, there's a lot of coaches I've heard who sounded great. I, first of all, I don't believe in winning the press conference. Um, nobody, you know, everybody wins their press conference. Blah blah blah. It's it's a matter. I I agree with a lot of things he said. Now he's got to institute them on a daily and a weekly and a monthly and a yearly basis for this program. But he's going to be given a lot of uh, leeway. He's going to be given a lot of resources that obviously he's never had before. And um, we'll see how he does. I mean, but look, the, the bottom line is 
we're at some point we're going to sit there and go, that was a really good hire, or we're going to go, eh, that wasn't any good either. <laughs> hey, to change the subject uh, before I get off, um, Jeff, we, we've got um, obviously LSU Florida for the next three days. Um, LSU's got the, the the Friday night start that they've chosen uh, that's going to go against Barco. And they've got two TBDs the next day, or next two days. Uh, is this a possibility for the Gators to sweep a great, you know, a great LSU program, or should we just settle for two out of three? Yeah, I think. I mean, you go for two out of three, and then try to step on their throat if you can, Don't if you need even. to, on Don't Sunday. Even. Win tonight. Yeah, win, win tonight certainly. But I'm not going to ever talk I'm, about. Sweeping I'm really anybody. confident in, in Barco pitching well against those guys. I'm, heck, I'm confident in pitching well against everybody. That's how good he's been this year. The the question's just going to be: Can Florida find enough pitching guys that can throw enough strikes to be able to 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 go win three games? And that's going to be that way all season long until somebody figures it out. I mean, remember when? Coppola started opening weekend, that six foot eight inch freshman, you're thinking, gosh, this is going to be a yeah. legit rotation. And we haven't seen him since, but he's going to start throwing hitters next week. If they can get him back, I'd feel really good about where Florida is. I just, I think they're one or two arms away, somebody stepping up to right. being I, a really tough out for a lot with, of people. I would agree with that, but they are one or two arms away. Yeah. So that, they're, they're, they're not there hard. yet. But luckily, Jeff LSU is. I mean, they're they're they've got really good talent, really good players, but they've got a new coach that has come in. I think they're all trying to gel together. So it's good you're getting yeah. LSU early than late. Yeah, and speaking of uh, former LSU players, um, Kim Mulkey, I'm, I'm glad y'all, uh, I bet y'all probably <laughs> were delighted to see that she's Thrilled. been run out of the tournament. Heck yeah! And then she was at the uh, the the best part was she was at the LSU game, the baseball game the other day. And they lost to Louisiana Tech. They they blew a lead there in the ninth, and she was there. Was she wearing the dream color so, coat? I don't think so. <laughs> no. But it, so I, I said it was her fault that they lost. I blame her for everything. Is she the, is she the most obnoxious person on earth, or is she's close? Anybody I, that even competes? No, with? I think I think it's a it's a SEC thing. I think in this conference, she's just up up in there. Yeah. Who if you were to name the most five most obnoxious people in this conference in just in this conference. She would be up there. I, I would put Bruce Pearl up there. I would put oh, yeah. uh, Don Staley a little bit. She's kind of annoying. Really, yeah, she is a little annoying. She's just very full of herself. Uh, you know she what? is. Uh, at, at the end of these, so games, you're anti-woman is what really. you're saying. <laughs> I love women. <laughs> yeah, but just not ones that Muscle, are uppity. Muscleman is. <laughs> Muscleman's Muscleman a kind is of obnoxious. Really obnoxious. Yes. Yeah. Um, He's a little but, much. But uh, yeah. Bruce Pearl, it, it, cat. Cal can be obnoxious, but he's kind of grown nah, on me. Over I don't years. mind Cal. Yeah, Cal, Cal is what he is, and he's always the same guy no matter what's going on. But, I mean, you have to look at football coaches too, and there's I, I think Drinkwitz is right up there in, in that list. Drinkwitz I was definitely up there. How about that head, head baseball coach at Tennessee? Oh, I, I've never met him. I, don't, I couldn't pick him out of a crowd, but Jeff hates him. DeMarco? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Chris DeMarco. It's like insufferable. <laughs> Tony Vitello is his name. But yeah, he's uh, he's a different dude for sure. You don't sure. like him? Jeff, thank you. Are you saying you don't like him? Is that what you're going to say? You'll take care. All right, you too. Are you going um, up there this year? I actually year? met him. He was uh, – Oh, actually, now you're all buddies. No, he was watching one of Austin's oh, games last year. They were, he, was, ma- he was scouting the out. game of these freshman high schoolers. So I went up to him and just said hello. And I said, hey – 
Um, we, you create a nice little atmosphere there in, in Tennessee. Well, you're complimentary but no, of him. But then. then I then I shot him down and. What? How did you shoot him down? I'm not going to say. No, you you basically said I love what you're doing up there, and I wish we could do that here in Florida. And why and, would I say that? And if Sully leaves, would you like to come in? Definitely That's what you said to him. Definitely didn't say that. As long those right. lines. We got plenty me. more to say, so we'll do that when we come back. Three nine two eight two five five. Come join us here on the tailgate. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The springtime is packed with Gator sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call. 333-0460. Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. After a day filled with sunshine, we'll see mostly clear skies tonight, and temperatures will fall into the mid and upper 40s, so it will be a bit of a cool start here early Saturday. Despite that, we'll see highs climb into the low and mid-70s for tomorrow afternoon. We'll see plenty of sunshine, and really that sticks around through the end of the weekend as well. Highs on Sunday, though, a little bit cooler in the low 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. 
Sometimes we get lost in all these debates or we're talking about how will the last couple of years affect how you will ultimately view the legacy of LeBron James. Sometimes you just need to take a step back and just appreciate this man for the greatness that is right in front of your eyes. His name is still revolving around the MVP conversation. Just appreciate the damn greatness. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Modest Mouse bringing you back. Man, I had a good time seeing uh, Bill Donovan over there uh, yesterday. Was it yesterday? Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? Wednesday. Yeah. Um, God, I miss him. I miss yeah, that guy. It's you good. Know? good that he's, he's still just, around. You see him all the time, and now I don't. He said he's been playing golf with Spurrier. I, I didn't know Steve was out there back, back out there again with those gnarly hands of his. He's, mm-hmm. he's, his hands have been driving him crazy, and I – I know the feeling, buddy. I, I don't know when I'm going to be get back on the golf course. Maybe a while. No, and it's and it's nice that Billy Donovan had such a a nice influence and offered up his services to to help out, do whatever he needs, and I'm sure that's. I mean, I mean Billy at knows how great time, this town was at, to and him. At the same time, if they name the court after you, you're going to go out. You're going to no, make sure. the extra effort. I would agree. But he does. You know, this look, Billy. Don, here's the thing I think is important. To, for people to understand. This town was perfect for Billy Donovan. Mm-hmm. He loved that he could be, he was still social, but he wasn't social like he had to be out there all the time. And he could be also very private. Mike was only private. Yeah, never got out. He never got out. And um, I don't know how, how this guy's going to be, how Todd Golden's going to be. Is, is he going to, uh, but when I, the thing that I did get excited about was when he did talk about spending time with the rowdies and doing all this stuff with other people and getting the crowds he, into it. He learned under Bruce Pearl and yeah. saw what it takes to get fans involved and do all that. I hope so he, I, he, he should not take a shirt off. No, he won't do that. But I would I would assume the getting out and doing all that is going to be a part of what he does because of that. I think so. if you took his body weight and added it together like times two, I think Jatoba would be about right. That's about how big he is. Okay. He can't make he can't be a buck sixty. No. He's really thin. Very thin. Good for him. Yeah. Let's get uh, back to the phones. Weston joins us next. Weston, what's up? Hey, nothing much. How are you guys doing? You know, it's, it's funny. This is the first one I've ever called your show, and I just want to let you know you guys do a super job. I mean it's just it's really nice to hear, you know, really good articulate discussion of sports issues. I, I, I know you're probably in the flow with the uh, baseball and everything, but I I, I want to know if we could switch it up and talk a little bit about hockey, I was—I don't know if you guys caught Ryan Kennedy's uh, article uh, today in the, the hockey news about the, you know, about about uh, the hockey draft. And I know that's probably not a big thing to talk about here in Gainesville, but you know, I've been in the county for a long time, and I've always been uh, a New Jersey Devils fan. I still call the uh, Avalanche team out in Colorado the Nordiques. 
<laughs> I hate Boston. Uh, and I'm, I'm thinking about you know what you guys are talking about with Scott Strickland and you know the Gators needing to win, and you know, you hate to see it come down to just wins and losses and stuff. But I feel one of the things that we've underutilized is the whole thing about hockey. We got a lot of people from the Northeast around here. And when you look down into Tampa with all these, you know, Chicago fans and they've got that hockey team down there, you know, the Panthers down in South Florida, why can't we cultivate hockey up here and do a great job with it? We've got facilities, we've got the money. If we don't the facilities we don't have we can build. I mean the Gators can pay for anything. I, I just wanted to chat it up just to get something different. What about hockey? Uh, well, I mean, they're not going to add a men's sport. That's the bottom line. I mean, now if well, they like, added Title Nine, I know, I know Title If nine, they added I mean, it, a women's sport, but again, where are they going to play? Yeah, it'd have to play in Jacksonville. Well, they could play in the O Dome, and we let's just do something with the floor. They've got we can put refrigerators in there. We can do anything. We got plenty of money. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know that there's a a, a big movement there. I know they do have a. Uh, they have a club team. Yeah, they do. And that's where they play over in Jacksonville. They play in Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, Weston, I just think it would be really hard too because nobody. It's it's like lacrosse. It's you don't even have. It's not the SEC. You're it's, playing all these weird it, random yeah, conferences. Yeah, exactly. And it, the other thing is, it's kind of funny. There is a cutoff line just above Ocala where all the old people go to live. And I I say that <laughs> yeah. knowing that I'm one of the old yeah. people. Okay. Yeah. But that that's why Tampa and Miami have hockey in Florida's the level of interest is not that high. And, uh, and and I don't follow hockey too much, Weston, but what the heck is wrong with your devils? They're, they're like last place. Well, I've just noticed we've been able to make anything kind of something that people will listen to, uh, will will watch because of the weather. I mean, because of the fact there's so many older people here. I mean, there are Gators that come up here all the time and, you know, watch the lacrosse or watch club games and stuff. I think that hockey is a place. Yeah, but you're you're also talking play. about a crowd of 800 yeah. versus what you would need to support a hockey team. Well, we don't we don't care how many people come at first. You know, you know, you know we build it up. You know, we can make the SEC. You know, shame Auburn into playing us. I mean, why not? Say, you know, <laughs> you guys need to play. You need you got something over there. You know, bring your eagle, whatever. Uh, I don't I don't know. I I just like to see a look in a year like this where. Um, Baseball still like looks like it's good. Our women's program is good, but people are talking down on more of the men's programs with 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 basketball and with football. It'll be great to be able to mix it up with a winter sport uh, that people could really get into. And when I was looking at this drafting, the big thing that made me think about it though was what's going on over in Ukraine and in Russia. There could be all these guys looking for places. I mean, people are going to leave those countries now and come to America. And so you're basically saying you want to take people that have been fighting a war and bring them to Florida and make and turn them into a hockey team and dominate an SEC that doesn't exist. I get well, it. I now. don't. I, I don't want to you know be that explicit, but I'm just saying you know, sometimes you got to. Well, that's what I get paid hockey. for is being explicit. I know you just threw me right in the fire there, but I mean it, it is a horrible thing that's taking place, and we we can't do anything about that part of it. But to build a future, say hey, you know, Gainesville. Hockey, yeah. No, I mean, I I know that there has been a lot of people that believe there's a lot of sports that Florida should add, but I mean, I don't think they're going to add any in the future. And I I do think that hockey would be interesting, but again, where would you play? The the O Dome's got enough going on, especially in the winter when you've got gymnastics and basketball and women's basketball and concerts and graduations already going on. But um, 
let's build something on the east side. Like I said, we got plenty of money, plenty of property. People are donating land to the University of Florida all the time. We got all kinds okay, of Okay, well, why don't you put the movement? Could then you be moving on up to the east side to that <laughs> deluxe skating rink in the joking, sky? I think, I, I think that we that we've got something for it. Okay, sounds good. Thank you, Weston. Hey, thank you. Yep, appreciate Weston you. needs to take the lead on that, though. I mean, we're no, I believe I'm not. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Gator man, what's up? <laughs> what's going on? How you guys doing today? We're great. Well, all right, then I'm gonna give you my pick for the four games tonight, and we get on to my top team. I like Iowa State, sixty-eight, Miami, seventy-one. Jimmy Providence, seventy, and Kansas, seventy-five. Jimmy, UCLA, seven. Stop. Stop. Do not give scores. Let him, let him finish. We'll crush him afterwards. <laughs> you can't give scores with can, a winning team Yeah, loud. Gator Man, you always have to give the higher score first. Well, okay, always. Uh, well, give me St. Pete. Give me Purdue, 73, and St. Pete, 76. Saint no, Pete. no. We just told you. <laughs> well, the Gator Man got to learn from this little uh, uh, call. <laughs> I got the top 10 things I want to see come out of spring practice. Number 10, coaching on the same page. Number 9, no injuries. Number 8, the defense act like football is a tackle sport. Number 7, the O-line act like Covan moving company and move somebody. Number 6, the quarterback looked like a bad marriage and separation. That means Richardson and Miller need to separate. Number five, more five stars at practice and excuses from the Kentucky, Tennessee, and Auburn fans of why they are not in the tournament. Number four, these 100 coaches we have hired, they need to pay off. Number three, coach needs to get in these guys' grills and screw up. Number two, very few busted coverages. Number one, Dollar Bill needs to continue to bring the Gator Nation together for one call. That's to put more trophy cases, more trophies in the trophy case. And the Gator Man has been on, and the Gator Man is gone. Thanks, Gator Man. I didn't understand a lot of that. Oh, what was he saying? I don't know. <laughs> I was still infatuated on the wrong scores. The wrong scores. Yeah. yeah please, yeah. if you are listening right now, I was sitting, just, and it could be some of the students that are in the journalism. Yes, but I, I was, I was sitting at Austin's game the other day, and there was these two people talking. I won't tell you if they were male or female. I don't, don't so know. So don't be I, sexist. He he was male, and what's wrong with sexy? They were talking about something, and, and then one person says, what's the score? Oh, it's zero to two. And I cringed. I, and I said, um, I'm surprised you didn't throw ma'am your sir, half full beer can. Ma'am, out. sir, <laughs> please don't ever do that again in your entire life. It's like the biggest no-no in the history of the world. Is it worse to go... It's it that that you're it's one to two is the score or they're up two to zero. Yeah, zero is bad too. Zero is bad. Yeah, two yeah. zip, two nothing. Like, yeah, come on, two zero. Don't ever say two to zero. No. But I think one to two is worse. Like those are almost wor- like almost kick you in the nuts worthy. Yeah. I, I if don't you are a, if you are a male and you are saying the score backwards. Please don't ever do it again. Yeah, I, I've had that situation so where kick somebody, you in the nuts. I go, hey, what's going on? What's the score here? Uh, it's thirty-eight forty. I go, what do you mean? Who the hell is winning? <laughs> well, people think they have to say their team first. Yeah. No.
You say the winning team first. The Gators are losing 38 to 40. <laughs> no, they're losing 40 to 38. That's a, there's a difference. If they were 38 to 40, they'd be winning. It drives oh, me nuts. Please uh, don't ever do it. Yeah. We'll get a break. Don't come do back. it in front of Jeff because he apparently will lose yes, his mind. Yes, I will lose my mind. Be right back here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Ellie Shreve. Gator Baseball is back in action this weekend as they host the LSU Tigers in an SEC home opener tonight. Catch coverage here at 6.55 PM. Gator Softball will also host the Lady Vols tonight. Also this evening, Gator Women's Tennis will host number 44 Ole Miss, while Gator Men's Tennis is on the road to take on the number 55 Razorbacks. On Saturday, the men's swim and dive team continues to compete in the NCAA championships. Gators Track and Field will compete in the Raleigh and Texas Relays all day Saturday. The Florida Women's Golf Team will compete in the Clemson Invitational with 18 holes on Saturday and Sunday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ellie Shreve. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It happens once a year. International Diamond Center Spectacular Storewide Spring Sale. Next weekend, April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Biggest sale this year. Up to 20% off all rings, all bands, all bracelets, all earrings, all fashion jewelry. Plus, up to three years, zero interest financing. IDC is expanding their amazing selection for this event. Flying in all new collections from the world's top designers. And we're featuring our largest selection ever of GIA certified diamonds. Three days of extraordinary savings. April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Unapproved credit. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs, and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. Hi, I'm the one they call James Bates, but my real name is Batesy. When I was your age, we never worried about being lit or glowing up or steez or anything like that. Uh-uh. Only thing we ever cared about was being freaking radical. I mean, high-key rad AF. And TBH, that's what I look for when I need t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, and the like. I go to RadwareDesigns.com. If you're not using Radware Designs for your t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, then your stuff is probably sus. Like basic, and that's no cap. All lowercase. RadwareDesigns.com. Connection is having whole home coverage with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Connection is also being able to control your Wi-Fi. So when you see a piece of dust crawling across the coffee table and realize it's a bug, you pause the Wi-Fi using your Panoramic Wi-Fi app to call in the cavalry. Who turned off the Wi-Fi? One look and your fearless wife knows. Got it! Pause your Wi-Fi on any device, anytime with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. In certain cases, Panoramic Wi-Fi pods sold separately may be required for extended coverage. Restrictions apply. IDC takes value to a whole new level next weekend. April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. It's a three-day, multi-million dollar store-wide spring sale. Save 20% and more. All wedding bands, eternity bands on sale. Thousands of engagement ring mountings on sale. Colored gemstones, fashion earrings, diamond pendants. You get up to 20% off IDC's already super low price. Plus, get up to 36 months zero interest financing top designers are flying in for this with their entire collections all of it on sale next weekend only at international diamond center at celebration point on approved credit 
WRUF Gainesville. U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. A new year, a new you. That's what we all like to say, and of course, we all want this one to be better than the last. But as you get out there and you try to make 2022 the best for you, be careful. There's lots of unknowns out there that will try and trip you up. But if you happen to trip on that hike through the Grand Canyon, bust your back trying to set a PR on the weight rack, or tweak a hammy trying to finish that 5K, there's a place in town that'll get you all checked out and back at it in no time. The staff at Titan MRI have been scanning the people of North Central Florida for more than 20 years. It's fast, it's easy, and the average scan time is just 15 minutes so you can get back on your way in no time. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town, and if you're worried about not having insurance, don't be. That's never a problem at Titan MRI. They just want to help you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, and now up in Lake City, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage, you can park right out front. So get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. With Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. Roll sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. And good morning. <laughs> Welcome in. Is it morning? No, it's not. It's afternoon. Welcome into the show. Second hour of the show brought to you by Melvin Law. They won't back down. It is a great pleasure to be joined by one of my heroes. And when I say heroes, I mean that because uh, he was one of my favorite players growing up. As a young boy, I was... I was the same age as him, but that's not the point. But I was still a young boy. So he's old then. Uh, he's Yeah, he's not as – yeah, he may be about <laughs> my age. But um, the great Nat Moore is joining us right now. And, of course, he's going to be in town this weekend for the uh, – Next weekend. Next weekend for the um, the uh, uh, Willie uh, Jackson and Leonard George Endowment. And I know that's an exciting part for you. And, and when you got here, Nat uh, – you at least had had people st- uh, in, in kind of starting things, right? Yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, when 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 the 
this idea was perceived of creating an endowment fund so people can go to uh, the University of Florida in the name of uh, Leonard George and Willie Jackson. Um, you know, it was just something that uh, I felt like was important and that I really, really wanted to be a part of and wanted to see how I can help because, you know, when you think of the success that the university um, uh, enjoyed after they were able to diversify their student base, and I'm just not talking in sports, but in general, um, now you have a diverse uh, base and the university has reached all kinds of heights. And for a lot of us, especially guys like myself and Wayne Fields and uh, Vince Kendrick, Preston Kendrick, you know, those were the guys that we looked up to. Those were the guys that actually said Florida was a cool place to go. And, you know, when you look back and, you know, it's been uh, almost 50 years, you know, because this was, uh, well, it's been over 50 years because this, this happened back in 1969 was the first uh, the first guys to, to, to go to the University of Florida. So um, I'm looking forward to it, but even more so, Pat, than, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of the old faces I haven't seen in a long time uh, while raising money for a great cause because that means some lucky student uh, graduating from high school going to have the same chance that we had to attend the University of Florida. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, well, you started in '72, right? Was your first year? Yeah, I came in in '72, but they came in in '69. Yeah, but so was uh, it? Was it had, had it already been kind of, uh, uh, or was it still rough for you to come in here as a African American student? It, it was. It was. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, I wouldn't say rough. It was just different. You know, I mean, um, it's it's all a matter of getting to know each other and understanding each other's ways and, and understanding the lay of the land. And, you know, the first two guys really were the ones that sort of paved the way because, mm-hmm. you know, they had to put up with uh, some of the pettiness and, and the dislike and people not really wanting them there because of their skin color. But they fought through it. They were troopers. They were... Um, um, they were... Uh, intelligent young men that know how to maneuver through all of that and graduate um, and while playing sports and then to go on and be successful life after the University of Florida. I mean, when you think about um, uh, Willie Jackson uh, met his wife there and uh, Delphine and, uh, you know, they had two sons that came and, and, also contributed to the success of Florida football. They're pretty uh, good, too. <laughs> Leonard, George, Leonard George went on to become a very successful attorney. So both guys in their own right went on to be extremely successful, and they still bleed orange and blue, just the same as we all do. Well, and, and that's the, the, the cool part about you, Nat, because, I mean, you think about, and for everybody listening that doesn't know this, you're born in Tallahassee. And then you grow up in Miami, so like the the two hated places, you know, for for being a Gator. And then you come to be a Gator, and now you you have the the orange and blue all over. So when when you said it was fun to to watch them from afar, and you know, what, what took getting you out of Miami to get up here to Gainesville? Well, believe it or not, um, uh, me coming to Gainesville was you know looking at the folks that were already there, like uh, Vince Kendrick, uh, Preston Kendrick had just started there. Uh, we had quite a few. Uh, folks that were now coming out of Miami uh, that were uh, having some success. And then my 
my head basketball coach at Miami-Dade actually had been teammates with uh, Doug Dickey, and I think they roomed together in college there at Florida. Oh, wow. And he talked to Doug about my uh, athletic ability and the fact that I'd been a uh, all-star running back uh, in high school, and I was looking to get back into football. And, you know, Doug Dickey gave me that opportunity. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very successful and, and uh, because of that opportunity that was given. But it just shows you how at the University of Florida, we always look out for each other. I mean, the fact that uh, my basketball coach was able to pick up the phone and call Doug Dickey and get him to give me an opportunity was special. And sure. because of that, you know, I had an exciting career there, and, I, and I've been sort of supportive and, you know, have done other things other than play football. Uh, there for and at the University of Florida. I've had four kids graduate from the University of Florida. Mm-hmm. So uh, it just goes to show you that, uh, you know, once you become a Gator, you know, you, you, you know it's nothing better anywhere else. Let me tell you what. They're, these young whippersnappers, Nat, <laughs> they have no idea about Preston Kendrick. Preston Kendrick was the baddest dude I ever saw play at the University of Florida. Wow. He would yeah. he would hit you with his with his – Arm band, arm uh, thing, and break your face mask. I mean, that's how bad <laughs> well, that, he was. Yeah, he he was he was extremely tough, and now um, you know he's the most gentle person you ever want to meet. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing him as well this uh, next weekend. And you know, he uh, when I came up there, if you remember, I was one of those breakaway runners, make somebody miss and score. And I'll never forget our senior year. Uh, I'm going through spring practice, and um, they had me with a red jersey on not to hit me. Then they took it off during the spring game, and and Preston tried to get me on the sideline. And he goes, (laughs) I meant to get you. And and, and I got down just in time when he went over the top. I've always wanted to hit you just because you were making all those other guys miss. I said, well, you missed too, didn't you? That's right. Well, oh, we're, uh, great, we're, yeah. we're talking with one of the uh, the greatest to ever do it here in a Gator uniform, Nat Moore, here on the Titan MRI Hotline. And, you know, Nat, you've said a couple of times now just the, how fun it's going to be to get back and, and see all these other guys. So, you know, I know when, when Wayne reached out to us and just started putting this thing together and, of course, helped form the, the endowment, it, it's got to be really neat just to, to know how many – people are now wanting to come back and, and make this special like you're talking about. And you know, I'm sure you guys are going to rag on each other, probably just like you, you haven't seen them in 30, 40, 50 years, but it'll be just like yesterday, won't it? Oh, of course. You know, you don't forget the good times. You, you, but, but even though the bad times draw you closer, you know, the, the big thing is we, I would love to see us uh, have as many people come out and support this cause as possible. I mean, uh, yeah, it's going to be good for us, but it's, but we can't forget what the purpose is, right. which is to raise money uh, for the endowment fund. So I'd like to encourage people. I know that uh, on Friday uh, at 5 p.m. there's going, going to be a sort of a, a meet and greet over at uh, Spurrier's place. And um, Yeah, I'm actually uh, going to be doing the uh, radio show live from there, at, from Spurrier's. So we'll get a few of those guys to come on there and talk. That'll be a lot of fun. That's that's like being at that's like being on Radio Row at the Super Bowl for me, with all those oh, yeah. great Gators. Well, yeah. Well, it, it's just always good to see those guys. You know, the the difference is, you know, we play. Uh, some of us get lucky and get to the next level. Some of us go on with our lives, and we're 
we're going back to different parts of the universe, and then we don't get to see each other that often unless we have some kind of major function there at the University of Florida. And that's when we all come together. And I mean, uh, I can tell you that there's a lot of guys looking forward to this week, this weekend. I'm curious whether, I mean, because uh, I, I don't want to say this out loud, but you're an old Gator. I mean, you're, you're, you're. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, wait a minute, hold on. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm 70 years old and I'm very proud of it. You, you know, I, the alternative to getting old doesn't work for me. I'm 67 and I'm happy to be there. Yes, exactly. That's right. But I'm just yeah, saying. It'll be better than 70. <laughs> Has, has Billy Napier reached out to some of you older guys, or do you think maybe he'll uh, show up this weekend and, and try to be part well, of that? I, I'm hoping that Billy will be there. Uh, he did reach out to me. He was down recruiting um, at my old alma mater, uh, Edison High School. Talking yeah. With, uh, Coach Luther Campbell, and he called me, and, and I was out of town at the time. So I'm looking forward to actually getting a chance to meet him. We talked on the phone, but we really haven't had a chance to get together and, and, and meet each other. Uh, well, uh, luckily there's not a golf tournament going on. Oh, there is actually, and so that means Nat will win. <laughs> are you are you pretty good, Nat? Nat's don't, really don't be good. bashful. He's really I'm, good. I'm 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 decent for a guy my age. Oh, he you have you shot your age yet? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Come on, man. I couldn't shoot my age in putt putt. Yeah. Well, it was just one of those days where everything goes right, you know, and then. You know, the next week I must have shot 90. It was so bad. <laughs> but that's what golf does to you. Yeah, that's golf. It is, but um, it'll be great to see you. I'm looking forward to seeing you out there on uh, on uh, Friday because we'll be out there doing the – I'll be doing the show with uh, and, and having some of the guys come and talk to us as well. And I, Have you been to Spurs yet? I mean, it's it's really a – No, I'm looking forward to Yeah, it's to pretty it. incredible. There's a lot of great things about it. Um, and um, – uh, so when 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 we eventually got to the point of setting up the Friday night event and Spurrier's uh, facility uh, became available, you know that was quite exciting for me. So I'm looking forward to it. Do you still have any feelings or, or any uh, uh, aches and pains from the helicopter um, ride you took? <laughs> You know, I get so much. Uh, that was against the Jets, right? For that, as far as a big hit, but that's probably the softest I've ever landed. <laughs> I mean, I didn't get injured at all. You were just flying bad. around the air. Soft landing. <laughs> no. I think a lot of guys would be happy just to go spinning around, land, you know, and yeah. instead of getting really well, crushed. You well, know, the, the, the irony of that is, um, you know, I played for what the greatest coach of all time, no matter what anybody says. Um, he's won the most yep, games. Can't argue with Might it. Might not have won the most championships, but he still won the most games. And he won the most games at a time when the guys that are competitive and, and uh, looking to one day catch him, uh, they're playing 16 when we were playing 14. Uh, now we're playing 17, again, and, and eventually we moved up to 16. But he won all those games because he had a way of getting through to his players. He had a way of getting the most out of them, similar to what Steve was able to do, Spurrier, when he was there, mm-hmm. how he was able to get the most out of the talent that was there. And some of it was the way they drove you. And Coach Shula was that guy that left no stone unturned 
to make sure you knew what to do, when to do it. And if you did something wrong, he had no problem letting you know he wasn't happy with you. And, um, you know, the helicopter catch was one where uh, the series before I caught a similar pass, and on the way down, my elbow hit the ball, pops out, and uh, Daryl Ray picks it up and runs it back about 40 yards, and I come to the sideline, and Shula uh, said some real uh, religious stuff to me <laughs> about, uh, <laughs> about uh, me hanging on to the football and how much better off we'd have been if uh, I didn't catch the football because at least we could have punted it away. So, Very true. And I was spinning in the air. I was still remembering that conversation <laughs> from the previous time. And there was no way that football was coming out of my arms. I mean, uh, he drove you, but he made you better than you ever thought you could be. And, and uh, he was a great man, and I miss him. Um, uh, you know, he passed away a little over a year, mm-hmm. almost two years ago. But uh, one of the all-time great coaches. And, uh, what? And, and now you got to catch balls from a couple of pretty damn good quarterbacks too. And um, you know, speaking of hanging on to the ball, how hard was it when when Marino got there? Was like, did was it different? I mean, you had so much success under Greasy, but then Dan comes in and just the, the velocity, the different things that he Wing does. It. Like, could could you just tell a, a difference? And you know, I guess really in in anybody in the league, it just seemed like he was just such a dude. Yeah, I, I think I think where uh, people get sidetracked with the Greasy versus Marino deal is, you know, uh, Bob Greasy called his own plays. And the strength of our football team was the running game with Dr. Kick and Mercury and then eventually Benny Malone. I mean, you name it, we always had a running game. And and Greasy was more of an inside passer through a lot of square ends, curls, uh, 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 slants, uh, very few out routes. Well, all of a sudden, Dan comes in. He's got a much livelier arm, a little stronger arm. Now you can throw those out routes. You can throw those comebacks, those those uh, 18-yard comebacks outside. And the difference was they both threw what I would call the, the, the most catchable pass. You know, uh, most quarterbacks with the velocity that Marino had would always get on top of the ball and the nose of the ball is diving, which made it a heavy catch, a heavy football. Mm -hmm. John Elway, guys like that had a lot of drops because they got on top and the ball was always diving. It was hard to handle that ball in traffic. Well, Marino and Greasy both threw it with the nose up, which made it a much easier catch at all times. And the difference was Dan could get that same velocity that Elway and some of the other great quarterbacks had, but keep the nose up. And uh, it was a, it was it was fun playing with both of them. Uh, the opportunity to play with two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, you know, that comes uh, that don't come around very mm-hmm. very often. And uh, you know, fortunate enough uh, because I played with guys like that, and I played with great backup quarterbacks like Earl Morrill, uh, who believe it or not, won eleven of the seventeen games the year that they were perfect. They did, yeah, and. And we're coming up on the 50th anniversary of, of that season uh, for the Dolphins. And then Don Strock, who, with David Woodley out of LSU, took us to the Super Bowl in 1982. And then in 84, Marino's second year, we were back in the Super Bowl. And uh, the sad part, we haven't been back since. Yeah. So uh, we're, 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 you know, uh, because I'm still with the Dolphins, I'm, uh, I can say that we're still working on trying to figure out how to put a team together that eventually will get us back to 
that status where we're competing for Super Bowls and playoffs every year. Well, and, and I think a lot of Dolphin fans, myself included, excited about you know Tyreek coming. I mean, I'm sure the oh. the amount of money is nuts that you know from what you were getting back in the day. But <laughs> I mean, he's he's certainly a, a playmaker, and I mean, gosh, him and you know, you you look at that receiving core now. It might be the fastest in the league. Well, they got Waddle too. Yeah, right? yeah. They got Waddle. They've got two, two, two very very good quick, tight end and Gasecki. Yeah, quick and fast. Yeah, yeah. We we got some offensive weapons, but it still comes down to uh, will the offensive line uh, be intact? Mm-hmm. Uh, will they gel? Because you win when you control the line of scrimmage. Uh, you know the the receivers, the quarterbacks, running backs. We look for the but the, the big uglies up front decide whether you win and lose ball games. Uh, and uh, as you saw, we also picked up two free agents uh, on the on the offensive line. Um, we've drafted probably six, seven offensive linemen in the last three years. So uh, that's going to be a project. But as soon as that part starts to gel, you'll see the excitement of having a guy like Tyreek and, and, and Waddle who can take the top off the defense. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be really interesting. And I Believe me, I – I kind of uh, I, I'm I'm not a Chiefs fan, but I like the way they play. When I saw that trade, I went, "Oh my!" I I, I couldn't believe it that they sent him to Miami, and and I went, "Oh Tua, <laughs> that's good for him." So uh, I, I'm a big Tua fan, and I hope he does well. I don't know that he will, but I I hope he does well. And I can't wait to see you up here Friday, um, and it's always a, a great pleasure to see you and talk to you and you you and i've been friends for a long time well and it's a great friendship and i and uh i, I feel the same way uh, and i truly appreciate you guys having me on giving me a chance to talk about my friends willie jackson and Leonard george and what we're trying to do and would love to have people come out and participate whether it's playing yeah. golf whether it's coming to the party uh we encourage you to come out and support us because every penny raised goes to a scholarship, an endowment fund yeah. at the University of Florida, uh, in the name of Willie Jackson and Leonard George. Yeah, yep. you're not, you're not giving any scholarships to FSU. That's not happening. No, uh, no. There is a jock no. strap buried over there that Nat Moore buried into the ground. Uh, he put a no, move on it. Those my younger days. <laughs> not a baby. <laughs> my days when I thought I was a, a running back. <laughs> he was a Pretty yeah, good Let me one. tell you what. He was a great running back, yep. and of course, a much better wide receiver in the NFL. But as a running back, man, when he was healthy in '72, ridiculous. As good as I've ever yeah. seen. As good as I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, well, it it uh, and and remember what I said when 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 you're successful, it's all about those guys up front. And mm-hmm. that year, uh, the Gator offensive line gave me all kinds of holes yep. and got me around the corner. And you know, I was able to get the ball into the end zone. I think that was the year I scored 13 touchdowns, and uh, none of that happens without the, the big uglies up front. Nat, it's always great talking to you, man. I can't wait to see you Friday and. Um... I appreciate uh, your, you taking the time to come on the show with us, and uh, uh, you've always been good to me in every way, and I appreciate it. And uh, uh, hey, you know, I don't know. I sent you that. I sent you a text. I don't know if you got it or not. About uh, are we gonna go? Are we gonna double up on the helmet this year for the uh, golf tournament? Uh, you you gonna need a helmet? Is it what you're telling me? Yes, that's what I'm telling. You. But I love the okay. way you signed it last year. It was Nat Moore Hall of Fame. 
Dolphins Hall of Fame, you know, Ring of Honor and all that. It was great. I, He's I, in the UF Hall of Fame, too. I had, I had both of them. He's, yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, uh, I will definitely make sure you get something for your event, without a doubt. You're a good man, Nat Moore. All right. All right, Nat, all right, good guys. stuff. Thanks for uh, for helping out the cause. Okay, thank you. All right, the uh, the great Nat Moore joining us here on the Titan MRI hotline. If so you, was that uh, too much for to ask him about that? Probably, but that's all right. You got it. Well, I I just want to make sure you got You'll my text. I sent him a text a long time ago. He'll remember. I know, but I, I I'm not trying to push. Yes, my You'll, golf charm. I'm trying to push this great endowment that they're doing, which I think is a great thing, which I've already contributed to and will again. I can tell you that because yes. I'm a big believer in that endowment for the uh, Willie Jackson Leonard George Foundation. Or, yeah, I mean it'll it basically will fund the, the scholarships yeah. in, in perpetuity and. Continue that legacy of uh, George and Jackson, which will be uh, be great. All right, so again, all of our guests join us on the Titan MRI hotline. If you need an MRI, they are the place to go. Don't even worry about hospitals, anything like that. If a doctor says you need an MRI, the first call should be Titan MRI. Be right back. Uh, open up the phone lines again for you, 392-8255. Come join us here on the tailgate. Good afternoon, I'm Daniel Habib. We have an action-packed weekend ahead for Gator Sports. It all starts tonight as the 8th-ranked Gators baseball team begins their weekend series against the 21st-ranked LSU Tigers at 7 p.m. Be sure to tune in here for coverage at 6.55 p.m. The Gators men's swim and dive team are competing in the NCAA Swimming and Diving Championships in Atlanta, Georgia. The Gators track and field squad is competing in both the Texas and Raleigh relays throughout the weekend for their outdoor season. The 6th-ranked Gators softball team has a series this weekend as they host the 15th-ranked Tennessee Volunteers. Finally, the 2nd-ranked men's and the 16th-ranked women's Gator tennis teams continue their SEC play throughout the weekend. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Daniel Haviv. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling along in 2022 as happy, healthy, and hungry as ever. You know, a big priority for me is to support as many local charities as possible, so check out the Leonardo's Facebook and Instagram pages to keep up with all of our fundraising efforts, topped off by being a title sponsor of the Bob Dooley Invitational. We're already ahead of our goal to donate $50,000 this year, so help us help the Gainesville community, baked since 1976, and it feels like we're just getting started. Ah, Jeff, did I mention the tailgate 10? The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. 
Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. It's a beautiful day for a ball game. For baseball, he plays. Well, who's on first? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. Who? The guy on first. Who? The guy on first. Who? The guy on first. Who is on first? What are you asking me for? I'm asking you. Every Wednesday morning at 11, we invite you to join the radio team of former Gators pitcher Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell as the International Diamond Center is proud to bring you On Deck. Our baseball radio play-by-play battery will analyze and evaluate the latest with the Gators, SEC, and everything taking place in college baseball. Rotations and Mr. Rawlings are always front and center. Last season, I led this club in ninth inning doubles in the month of August. On Deck, presented by the International Diamond Center with Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell. Wednesday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Coming in March, the NCAA Tournament and the Final Four. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we welcome you back. Jeffrey and Patrick with you. Willie is our producer today. So when you call, say hi, Willie. We'll uh, get you on the air. Lots of calls uh, coming in. Was he so named after Willie Jackson? I yeah. think so. He made that. Maybe. Yeah. No. All right. Well, well Willie Jackson we just Jr. had uh, one former Gator great, and apparently we got another just uh, chiming in. The great Steve Tannen joining us. Stevie, what's up? Hey, man. I'm on my way to the ballpark, but I was listening to Nat, and I was thinking that but something that I could say to encourage people to, you know, get onto the scholarship fund and go to the golf tournament, etc. Well, let me tell I'll you what, Steve, you should go to the golf tournament. You should go to this this night for the obvious reasons that we've talked about. But you could just stop and get Steve Tanner to tell you stories, <laughs> and it would be it would it, that would be the best part of your day. Believe me. Well, I'll be there Friday night. <laughs> They're uh, they're they're doing something Saturday night at Ironwood as well. Are they? They're having a little party. So, oh man, oh, I'm I didn't be know in, that. Yeah, after the tournament, I'm going to be in uh, Thomasville for a wedding. Okay. Um, isn't no, the tournament isn't the tournament at UF. It's at UF. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, are you going to which which ball field are you going to? Because there's softball and baseball tonight. I know I know how much you like softball. I'm doing both. I'm going now to park, and then I'll go to watch an hour or so of softball and then go over to baseball. All right. I you're, said, you're living the life, man. Oh, yeah, really. <laughs> and you got as much to do as I do, you know, and there's nothing but <laughs> baseball and softball. <laughs> That's good. And and riding your bike? Well, yeah, but you, didn't, you, didn't you blow up your shoulder yeah. riding your bike? Yeah, that was some time ago. But I haven't been riding much lately because of the weather. 
True. Um, you know, it's just been no golf and no, I mean, uh, golf is tough and riding a bike is tough and I've had enough sleep. So uh, I guess I just need to read more. Well, Steve, you were you were there when those guys, when Willie and uh, Leonard got there. And so what was that like for you? Well, I was a senior and, you know, they were freshmen and freshmen weren't eligible. So there really, you know, wasn't a bunch of stuff going on uh, in terms of interaction, except, you know, on the field. And later on, uh, Willie got my number. So he wore my number. And yeah. then I guess a lot of his progeny wore the same number. Yeah, 21? Uh, 22. 22, I mean, I'm sorry. 21 in the pros, but 22 in the Yeah, college. that's right. Yeah. Who was 22 at – two was 21 at Florida when you were there? Don't remember. I, I'm, I can't so, remember either. So they gave they gave Emmett your number, basically. That's right. Yeah, exactly. That's and the he way he tells the story, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did it very proud, I must say. I must say. Yeah, he was all right. Um, well, Steve, thank you for uh, for chiming in. Yeah, I encourage everybody to to do that. I think, and that's the coolest part. You know, the the fraternity of what you guys were able to to build, and just when you come back and you get to see everybody, and it's uh, it's always I, I love doing that with baseball. I mean, when we had the twenty five year reunion, you know, just everybody gets together and you're telling stories like you you just saw them again yesterday, and it's just yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, and and to be able to give back to to this community and certainly the school that really propelled your career and every a lot of these other careers to get to the to to the highest level is is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty nice. I I have to say that I was listening to Nat go on about the Dolphins and uh <laughs> you know, being in the same division mm-hmm. and kind of a rivalry uh between the Jets and the Dolphins and they certainly have loaded up and that whole Tyreek Hill trade is just mind-boggling. It really. is. I didn't I didn't understand it till I read a little bit more and it seemed like he was trying to work out a deal with Kansas City and they didn't they want to pay him with the money. Yep. Yeah. yeah so. And I think at that point he said I want out and where I want to go is Miami. Yeah. But yeah. remember though where Miami isn't necessarily getting hurt a lot of people freaking about the picks they gave up but they got all those picks in the Larry, Laramie Tunsil deal. That's right. So yeah. they had yeah, all these they, extra they picks have... so they just gave them right back to to somebody else and got a really good receiver. They must have had uh, they must have had some good cap space too because they've been handing out some money for all these yeah. trades and free agents that they've been signing. Well, remember um, remember they said uh, Stephen Ross was telling the old coach to tank games on purpose, but doesn't look like they'll be tanking anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. No, nope. just you know I, I I just I marvel. I know times are different, but you know I'm thinking that I was a 20th person picked in the United States and. My salary was eighteen thousand dollars. Oh my God! Uh, wow, eighteen. Just does that include signing bonus? No, my signing bonus was a whopping thirty-five. <laughs> oh, so it, you... it was so much. It was so much that I had to. I, I told him I want to take it over four years. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so he started going out and buying a lot of eight tracks at That's that right. point. <laughs> you know what I did with my first? My first. Uh, check that i got from the jets on university avenue there used to be a fast food restaurant called lums oh yeah uh, i love lums and i and i went there with a bunch of people and paid for it with my first check uh, that's awesome <laughs> you were the big man right then right mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. I can afford lums, man. No kidding. <laughs> oh, baby. All right. Well, enjoy the games tonight. Let's uh, let's get yeah. a couple of W's over some, some hated rivals in Tennessee and LSU. Yeah, we're putting it on you, Steve. You're in charge of those those games, okay? All right. Are you doing the game, Jeff? Yeah, I'll be there for baseball. All right. I'll no, be there I'm... Sunday for baseball if you want to talk to me, okay? I'll be there. Um, I'm pulling up uh, right between the two stadiums as we speak. Big timer. Yeah, get there early. Right. Parking's going to be tough. Thanks, yep. Steve. Thanks, Steve. It is. It, it. It's like there's a part of me that hates it, and there's a part of me that loves it. When there's basketball, baseball, sorry, baseball and softball at the same together, time. Yeah. together because it it just feels the energy, but the parking is yeah, not it makes great. It really, really hard. Yeah. All right, let's get uh, Steve in to join us. Steven, what's up? Hey, this is this is the lesser of two Steves we've had on the, the this second hour. I'll say that. <laughs> Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, I loved the Nat uh, interview, and and then Steve topped it off. Um, I had a thought, uh, and and Pat, we we talked about the Ring of Honor many times, and of course now uh, I don't know that Urban will ever get in it. And we've talked about it's gonna be hard. <laughs> yeah, who should get in it? Like Lomas and 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 many other people that have been brought up, and uh, I think it it should be expanded, but. I uh, wonder if the university has ever thought about giving a co-ring uh, of honor to uh, Leonard and, and Willie. I mean, I think that would be fantastic. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I, actually, that's a great idea, to be honest with you, um, especially this year to to put it up there. I don't know that they will, and I, I'm sure that they've got something planned for this year, but that would be – that would make me – how about this, Steve? I will not criticize the Ring of Honor ever again if they do that. How about that? Well, you you know you you're such high up in in the association. Now, why don't you yeah, take? I'm right uh, there. I'm right there at the top. I'm right there. It's like I'm somewhere between uh, Scott Strickland and Jay Jacobs is is where I where I register there. Well, I mean, I'm serious. I mean, maybe. Uh, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, terrific idea. Maybe you could throw it out to Scott or somebody. I mean, I, I will. As, as smart as they are, I can't believe they haven't thought of it. But it just dawned on me listening to that interview. I said, well, hell, I mean, who else? I mean, out of all the other people that have been brought up, you know, like I said, Lomas, and there's been a, a ton of others, who else could be more worthy? Well, that's the thing, Steve. They're out of people. I mean, they've mm-hmm. got nobody that, that qualifies other than Urban, and he's not getting in, so – Maybe it's time, and I know that that Scott, and I know he's been busy with other things like hiring football and basketball coaches, but I know that he has at least broached the subject of maybe we need to rethink the criteria, and I would love to share my thoughts with him, and I've shared them with him just that they needed to change it, but I I would love to uh, be part of that because I'm just going to say this one more time, and that's the last time I'm going to say it. The Ring of Honor was my idea. I wrote about it years before they started it. I said who the four, first four people should be in, the exact four people they put in. So don't tell me it's not my idea. I should get, be able to have a little response to it, a little, little input. Would you agree with that, Jeff? Yes. Okay. You're well, a nice guy. That sounds good. Then, uh, um, and maybe I can get some uh, – maybe they can put my initials at the bottom <laughs> of the thing or something for <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to see what your initials are first of all, because it could be you know something like uh, your name could be Stephen or um, Wall- um, Wallabook. Stephen Umbrella Connor. Yeah. Suck. 
or Sal. Okay. Well, <laughs> thank, thank, thank you, you Stephen. Appreciate you. Let's uh, snag Tony before we uh, snag a break. Tony, what's up? Not much, guys. Uh, the last caller, Pat, if you go to the, the football games, they just did a big thing in the concourse for uh, for the two guys. Yep. Uh, I, 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 that's not what we're saying, though. <laughs> I'm saying, I, 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 where is it? I don't know. Where, I have to look, go look for it. I want to see it right when you walk in. The big stadium. Boom. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jeff, you saw Andrew Miller retired? I did see that. Remember, did he uh, really? I did not know that. Yeah. Remember, he, um, he obviously was a Gainesville kid, but he, well, that was the 05 regional they were here, right? That was yeah, as electric so. as I've seen that ballpark to start a game. But, uh, yeah, but so. Tommy Boss whooped him. Yeah, but I mean the the ballpark was on fire that yeah, night. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, when he was pitching, yeah. and again they, I don't think they got a ball of the infield on him, but they scored five runs somehow. Yeah. You know, it was, it was a, a miracle win for Florida. Yeah, and I know this is shocking, but before the game started, we had to wait like three hours through a, a rain delay at the <laughs> that, that rarely happens in Gainesville for regionals. I uh, I'm surprised that happened. Yeah. Yet. I was I was in a wedding the next weekend, so I missed Alan Horn in the, the FSU series. But um, we, we did good. catch those uh, those regionals. But yeah, those two weeks, uh, whatever, whatever, everything I heard about the FSU series, um, that regional was that, it was not. It was well, awesome. the, it was a, that was a great group. It was like Notre Dame, Carolina, yeah, the Marja. So Marja, the, yeah. but the coolest part about that FSU series was, you know, the like the game. Gators hadn't really beaten FSU a lot. Like, it hadn't gotten to that point yet. Right. Now Sully right. just dominates them. But then they were trying, like, the high-def stuff, so they brought in extra lights. And there were, like, all these, like, high-extended lights just all throughout the ballpark, so it just it glowed so much. It did. And, like, That's all these right. HD yeah. cameras and different things that they were just now starting to bring to the world. Well, was that just for the... It was the Super Regional. Super Regional, but not for the Regional. Correct. Just the, the Super Regional. Because the Regional felt that way. It was, but it was... More uh, because of the fans. Because a lot of those fans were there to see Andrew Miller. Yeah. Because he was a Gainesville guy. That was that was great. But you're right, that FSU, I remember they beat um, Jim Henry's son in the first game. Mm-hmm. Who's, uh, we talked before the game. He's a great guy. Covers FSU for the Tallahassee Democrat, or did. Um, and I, I remember talking to him and then Florida. I mean, again, I don't think they hit him hard. That team was no. so weird. It was like... They would. It was Laporta would hit a homer, or else they'd get eight bunt singles. That's how they'd yeah. win. <laughs> yeah, I actually have. I, I knew this, this with Boss and, and uh, Miller, but I didn't know the rest of it. So I actually pulled up. I pulled up the box score today. It's, it's pretty neat because those. The neat thing about the sport of baseball is it does kind of tell the story. Um, yeah, you're right though. There wasn't a lot of a lot of hits in that game that left the infield, but we somehow scrounged together. I think no, five th- runs. I remember the day that th- th- I was up in Nashville when they won the SEC, when they clinched the SEC, and uh, yeah, Laporta hit the bomb. But they struck out 18 yeah. times in the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was what they were. I mean, they were they were a team that just you know they would just somehow get more runs than you got. Yeah, and that that's pre Vanderbilt. What we know them now, right? Yeah. But uh, anyway, I think that was that was about it. I, I kind of screwed up the LSU series this weekend. We're we're going to the soccer game Sunday night, so I, I needed I did need your full breakdown of USA Mexico last night. Well, I was going to say, what do you mean? You said you're going to the soccer game. What the <laughs> hell soccer game is going is going on? This it's the United States against Panama, Pat. Duh. <laughs> so, yeah, I, that's I a very small country. We should beat them. 
You would think so, but uh, this, it's still America. But anyway, <laughs> all right. We'll be America. watching on TV this weekend. All right, Tony. See sounds you. good, man. Enjoy the weekend. America. All right. You're on TV tonight. But, I mean, you're not on TV. No, tonight. I'm radio tonight. The game's on TV yes. tonight. It's, uh, but I'll still. Dave Neal and Ben McDonald. I'll listen to you. Okay. Say hello to uh, Dave because he won't be there Friday, will he? No, just well, tonight. Just say hello to him for me. Will you do that, fa- me yes. that one favor? I will promise. Because I'm going to leave you right now. All right, I got a bail on duels. Head over to the uh, the ballpark uh, again. Man, listen to the game. Six fifty five will be uh, pregame, and then we'll get you going all the way through. And hopefully, a, a nice night for Barco again. Well, yeah, and again, he's only had the one outing that was not a win, and it wasn't even that bad an outing. So, nope. hopefully, he keeps it going. All right, duels got you the rest of the way, and we will come back finish off another week of the tailgate right after this. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold Hold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play it again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. After a day filled with sunshine, we'll see mostly clear skies tonight and temperatures will fall into the mid and upper 40s. So it will be a bit of a cool start to your early Saturday. Despite that, we'll see highs climb into the low and mid 70s for tomorrow afternoon. We'll see plenty of sunshine and really that sticks around through the end of the weekend as well. Highs on Sunday, though, a little bit cooler in the low 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. 
This Keep it on the down low here. is the Dan Patrick Show. Former Jags coach Urban Meyer was unfamiliar with star players around the NFL, including Debo Samuel, Jamal Adams, and Aaron Donald. Urban Meyer reportedly said the following, Who's this 99 guy on the Rams? I'm hearing he might be a problem for us. How's that possible? Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Coming in April, Tampa Bay Rays Baseball, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we're back. We do have one more break to get to, so uh, we'll t- go ahead and take a call, and then we'll go to that break. And uh, l- really hoping that Friday, in fact, I know we'll get we'll get this done with because uh, Wayne Fields has uh, uh, been a great uh, help on this. Uh, you know, the benefit that they're doing, or not benefit, but the endowment they're doing for. Willie Jackson and uh, Leonard George. And so we'll get some players out there, the former players. I know Carlos is going to be there. I know that I, – I, I, you know who I really want to talk to and I'm trying to get hooked up with him is Wes Chandler. I, I – God. In my pantheon of Gator greats that I cared about, Wes Chandler was right up there. So uh, we'll have a great show on Friday. Not that you shouldn't listen to the show on – Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Monday, all those days either. Uh, let's go ahead and give you the reason not to listen to the show sometimes, and that would be Tennessee Mike. What's going on, Mike? What's going on, Pat? Just thought I'd check in for the weekend here. All right. Uh, well, how, I hope you have a good one not watching your team. <laughs> well, uh, Tennessee's off at the Plano Miss three-game series. Uh, in Ole Miss number one. Yeah, I saw that uh, Lane, Lane Kiffin is throwing out the first pitch, and if he doesn't, <laughs> if he doesn't throw a golf ball, I'm going to lose all respect for him. Yeah, you got to love the lane training. He knows where the spotlight is, don't you? Yep, yep. Hey, uh, I got a quick uh, thought here, a question on SEC basketball. Thought I might get you to grade the uh, coaching uh, carousel. Uh, maybe a football question for you and a, a curveball, and I'll clear out. Um, it's it's weird wanted- that they that they have. Um, like everybody's kind of, and they haven't gone that young. Everybody says, "Well, they've gone young." Well, the, the the coaches aren't that young, but they've they're not established yet. Whereas the previous group, you know, Crean, Howland, um, Frank Martin, these were guys who were established, and it's almost like the SEC as a whole kind of went the other way this time. Yeah, and um, I guess it's a uh, uh, slide. Gets a lot of credit. Maybe it was thank you, but I think it was Slive for kind of telling the SEC schools. No, sli- it was Slive, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and um, I think Crane was a clown. Uh, Howland couldn't move the needle in, uh, needle in a tough place to to play basketball or to win, even though the Mississippi State has been to a Final Four. What was that Dante Jones got twenty four credits over one summer? You got, I think you got twenty four points too in that game. So yeah, it's funny how that works. And then um, Frank Martin, who I think we both kind of like and a great personality in the league. So 
the, the league fire. He's at UMass now, which is amazing. Yeah, 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 that's right. Your boy, the Cattleman, broke that news to you the other day, yesterday. But uh, that's three coaches, Pat, that have been to a Final Four that got canned this year. And it seemed to me, I mean. They're taking after football. Guy. Yeah, but I guess what I'm saying here is, is I mean, in all three of those cases, I think they did. I don't know about Howland. You probably could have kicked the can with him one more year. Uh, but, uh, you know, yeah. I think uh, the other two guys deserve to be fired. Frank Martin probably should have been fired a year ago. But but you flush the uh, John on three coaches with Final Four appearances and nothing against the uh, Florida hire or any of these hires. Probably the most impressive, I guess, is LSU. But uh, it looks to me like they just uh, fired off three icons in the sport with a bunch of no-names. Well, and that's the way it it it, it kind of is working now. And uh, you know, it doesn't matter what you've done; it matters what you're gonna what you they think you can do. And uh, especially in this conference, this conference is cutthroat. And if you aren't doing it, you can go to a Final Four one year and then three years later get fired. I mean, we've seen it happen in football with uh, obviously Orgeron, although Orgeron had other issues, but we saw it with. Um, Obviously, as you know, with uh, Gene Chizik and, you know, I mean, a lot of national championship coaches have been fired in this league, which is makes yeah. it, it tells you a lot about it. i tell you the one thing that surprised me, Pat, is, is every year we see this, there's a flavor of the year or two that hits the Sweet 16 and gets a, get a better job. I guess that's happened this year with the New Mexico State guy landing yeah. at Mississippi State. But um, this guy at St. Peter's, you know, the, the Cinderella of the year, I find it interesting, okay, he's in the Sweet 16, and guess who needs a coach? Seton Hall. And guess where that guy's from? Seton Hall. Seton Hall. And he may have kinda, he may have held off on these other guys telling him, I'm going to go to Seton Hall. Yeah, but I mean, I just think if I'm any of these big uh, jobs in the SEC with tons of money to burn, I want to see who's, you know, I want to talk to some of these dudes after the tournament's over. I think maybe you can make a pretty good case some of these coaches uh, jump the gun a little bit. I oh, I don't, I don't think there's any doubt. I think that there was a little bit of a panic on a lot in a lot of cases in that they we got to get we got to save a recruiting class we've got to get guys in now we can't wait I, I don't think there's any doubt that everybody was a little bit uh, jumping the gun but um, if you didn't with all these openings I mean nobody expected to have six openings in the SEC but that's what you had yeah that, that's probably it the fear of of uh, musical chairs getting left behind yeah and then you got beat but. Because I think, Hall. look, I uh, Shasheen Hall, Holloway would have been a great hire in any school in the SEC, and nobody nobody jumped at him, and maybe it was because they couldn't wait for him. And and uh, I I I think he would have been a great hire. I love the guy. I loved watching their games. Yeah, I wonder if Steve Forbes would have been a, a hot candidate, but he got stuck in the NIT. Yeah, and hey, um, Steve Forbes is is uh, I like Steve Forbes a lot. He I I think he's he's up there in age a little bit, but uh, yeah, he wouldn't have been a bad yeah, hire. Yeah, great great coach got caught up in the Brutes mess, but when you hit the NIT, you're usually not as desirable in this cycle. No. Maybe maybe he will be uh, later on down the road. Hey, uh, one more thing for you, Pat, and a question out the door. Um, uh, these uh, I still believe these um, football. These, uh, with the NIL, um, like, you know, uh, uh, Florida's new coach, uh, Napier, Tennessee's got a big hot shot quarterback coming in with their collective getting together. I'm in the camp that thinks that they kick the can, speaking of kick the can, on this playoff. What, we got four more years of the playoff? Is that right? Uh, I think it's three, yeah. Three years. I thought, for that. 
Three years with the, the way it – well, 20 uh, – so it's 25 is when I think they have the okay, – so, you, so you're positive it's not four and it's three, right? You're positive about that. So, well, 22, 23, 24, I think it's 25, but I may be wrong. Okay, I thought, I thought we might have four more years of this, you know, four-team playoff. I'm in the camp that thinks that nothing's going to change until the playoffs expanded. And um, uh, do you, are you with me on that? Or do you yeah, think I, I think it's – a wave of magic wand. I think when you watch what happened, what happens every year with this basketball tournament how excited everybody gets and how fired up they get, if you, if you don't see that as a way to increase eyeballs, increase fans, increase revenue, then you're just stupid. That's what I think. But that's me. Hey, last question for you, Pat. I think the odds are greater of Clemson um, having a resurgence than somebody like Brian Kelly or Napier uh, making waves in the SEC. I just think the deck stacked for four or five programs, and until the system changes, these dudes want to go to the playoff and get paid. Yep, but it could be. Appreciate the call. I don't disagree with that, to be honest with you, because I think that the the competition level is not what it is for Dabo Sweeney, or as I call him, Zeppo Sweeney, as it is for the, these guys in the SEC. So we'll talk about that and more when we come back. we got to get a break in, though. we got to hear our last break in. We'll do that. Uh, it's been a fun show today uh, with uh, Nat Moore and, and Steve Tannen calling in, and we'll probably have some more, more people for you next week to talk about it. But we got to get a break in right now. We'll be back with more of the tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Daniel Haviv. Gator Sports have a busy slate this weekend. It all starts tonight as the 8th-ranked Gator baseball team hosts the 21st-ranked LSU Tigers to begin their weekend series. This is the first time Florida is hosting LSU in over five years. Be sure to tune in for coverage at 6.55 p.m. The track and field squad is in action as they are competing in both the Texas and Raleigh relays this weekend. Gators Women Golf is taking part in the Clemson Invitational beginning today. Women's tennis is facing both Ole Miss and Mississippi State, while the men take on Arkansas as they both engage in SEC play. To round off the weekend, Gator Softball is hosting the Tennessee Volunteers in what will be a big-time SEC series. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Daniel Haviv. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It happens once a year. International Diamond Center Spectacular Storewide Spring Sale. Next weekend, April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Biggest sale this year. Up to 20% off all rings, all bands, all bracelets, all earrings, all fashion jewelry. Plus, up to three years, zero interest financing. IDC's expanding their amazing selection for this event. Flying in all new collections from the world's top designers. And we're featuring our largest selection ever of GIA certified diamonds. Three days of extraordinary savings. April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And only at International Diamond Center. At Celebration Point. Unapproved credit. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. (laughs) I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. 
it's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Spring has sprung, and with the warmer temperatures, it's time to heat up your outdoor entertainment. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Upgrade your outdoor space now with the latest gear at Electronics World. With outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung, outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. IDC takes value to a whole new level next weekend. April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. It's a three-day, multi-million dollar store-wide spring sale. Save 20% and more. All wedding bands, eternity bands on sale. Thousands of engagement ring mountings on sale. Colored gemstones, fashion earrings, diamond pendants. You get up to 20% off IDC's already super low price. Plus, get up to 36 months, zero interest financing. Top designers are flying in for this with their entire collections, all of it on sale. Next weekend, only at International Diamond Center at Sullivan Point. On approved credit. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. All right, just a couple minutes left in the show here uh, to wrap up the week, and I hope you've had a good time this week. We've had fun. Next week, uh, Jeff will be here Monday, uh, but then he is uh, gone because Florida plays at FSU Tuesday, so Robbie will be in Tuesday, I think. I haven't confirmed that with him, but I think we'll take Wednesday off. Thursday will be Robbie again, and then Friday we'll be out there at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill for the uh, thing that they're doing for the Leonard George Willie Jackson endowment. And we'll try to grab as many players as we can. I'm hoping to get guys like uh, Wes Chandler. We may get Wes on uh, actually during the week, uh, which would be cool. Um, hoping to get people like uh, Carlos Alvarez to talk as well. Um, always, I mean, I'm a big fan of great old Gators. Okay. It's just, it, that's what I grew up with and I love it. Um, and I'm, I'm a great fan of current Gators. I mean, look what you got tonight. Tonight you get, here's what I, Oh, do I want to go to softball where you got a great matchup with Florida and Tennessee at six o'clock and weather's perfect. Or do I want to go to baseball or do I want to go to both? Like Steve Tannen was saying he was going to do like, like for example, the new basketball coach, Todd Golden, is going to throw out the first pitch at both of them. Or do I want to just stay home and sit on my butt and watch NCAA Sweet 16 games? That's not a bad option either. I'm sorry. It's not. There's all kinds of other stuff going on all weekend around here. That's the way it is. That's why I love Gainesville. Because there's always something going on. There's something to watch. Something to go see. Something to be a part of. Something to... to Raise the hair on the back of your neck. Something to make you give you goosebumps. I love it. Love it. Anyway, um, we'll have a lot to talk about on Monday because there'll be a lot going on this weekend, obviously. And we appreciate all of our uh, guests. Uh, Nat Moore was great today. I love talking to him. Love talking to Steve Tannen. Uh, we'll have some more next week. Uh, Robbie will be joining us as well. Uh, Jeff will be in here Monday. 
And Jeff's got a lot. I mean, this is the time of year when I when Robbie's on a lot more because Jeff's got to do so much baseball and everything. But uh, you guys seem to love Robbie, too. So it's great. We'll be back on Monday. It'll be Pat Dooley and Jeff Cardozo. Until then, I am Pat Dooley, and I'm deep way back, and I am out of here. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is SportsCenter. I'm Doug Brown. New Cleveland quarterback Deshaun Watson says he has never assaulted or disrespected any woman. Watson was officially introduced by his new team today after coming over in a trade with the Texans last week. I don't have any regrets. Um, like, like I said before, the things that, that are off the field right now that came up, you know, caught me by surprise because I never did anything that these people are, are alleging. Deshaun Watson, who still faces 22 civil lawsuits from women accusing him of sexual assault or inappropriate conduct. There's only one top seed left in the NCAA tournament, Kansas. The Jayhawks meet Providence tonight in the Sweet 16. Iowa State and Miami follows in Chicago. In Philadelphia, St. Peter's plays Purdue, followed by UCLA and North Carolina. UCLA assistant Michael Lewis will be the new head coach at Ball State. In the NCAA hockey tournament today, Michigan beats American International 5-3. Western Michigan takes out Northeastern 2-1 in overtime. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your car, home, motorcycle, commercial auto, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Cleveland Browns are trading with the Houston Texans and acquiring quarterback Deshaun Watson. I am totally fine with putting this guy on board as your quarterback. I will root for this quarterback because I can separate the moral from the football player. ESPN Radio. Deshaun Watson had his introductory press conference as a quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. This is ESPN Radio on the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and on ESPN+. Plus. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas hanging out with you. You can tweet to us at AmberW790, at HDouglas83. So Deshaun Watson had his press conference. It was the first time he was in front of the media being asked the hard questions since all of this really has come about. And he's been paid like the highest paid player in NFL history in the midst, of course, of the 22 pending civil actions against him right now. And so he was asked about his image, how he would look to fix it. He took that question head on. Here's Deshaun Watson. I know that there's going to be a stain that's probably going to stick with me for a while, but all I can do is keep moving forward and continue to, to, to show the person that I am, the true character, the true person, the true human being I am. Like I said before, I've never done the things that these people are alleging, and I'm going to continue to fight for my name and clear my name, and like I've been doing, just cooperate with everything that comes with it and just keep moving forward. And then as far as the job and, and what I need to do as a, on the football side is to lead this team, help this team win multiple, multiple games and Super Bowls. And that's my job is to continue to put all that together and work with the Cleveland Browns and 
you know, just keep pushing for it. Harry, what I've taken from this press conference, and we've listened to a lot of cuts throughout today's show from Deshaun Watson from this presser, is that Deshaun Watson was well-prepared. He was well-prepared to be asked the questions. He knew this was going to be a focal point of this press conference. And, in fact, it very much was. We heard very little about football, frankly, and a whole lot about the legal concerns that surround Deshaun Watson. Yeah, and I want to say this with Deshaun Watson, and I mentioned this a little bit earlier, uh, moving forward, right, you got to understand that this is a delicate situation, and a lot of people are going to be sensitive about this situation. So when you're dealing with the community, you're dealing with the Browns organization, you got to understand there's going to be female fans who uh, might not draw to you right now, but that's okay. You continue to, to, to work hard and try to gain their trust. And some people, you won't gain their trust. And then when you look at um, sexual assault victims, that's going to be another delicate situation, and some of those victims might be Cleveland Brown fans as well, but you gotta, you got to continue to strive to be better and be a great man. Now, can you undo, undo anything that has transpired up to this point? No, you can't, but you can move forward and try to see how you can make things right and how you can be a positive, uh, a positive guy in the community of Cleveland, and not just Cleveland, but worldwide because he's such a big commodity, uh, I would say, in the sports world when it comes to football. And he did talk about how he was going to try to impact the community there in Cleveland. He was asked all the hard questions. You heard him in that bite acknowledge that this is going to stick with him for a while. And it's good that he recognizes that because it very much is these questions are not going away. I frankly am not sure they're even going away when we get some sort of resolution in the civil suits. But they're certainly not going away right now. And particularly why he, while he's not even out there playing football, I don't know when we're going to see him out there playing football. But Deshaun Watson wasn't the only one fielding tough questions during this introductory press conference, an unusual introductory press conference from that regard. Jimmy Haslam, who, of course, owns the Browns, he also was asked the difficult questions about the decision to sign Deshaun Watson and make him the highest-paid player in NFL history. It was definitely conceived by football operations. I can tell you it was widely vetted throughout our organization, including ownership but it was conceived in football operations. I think another way to say it is two different grand juries in two different counties looked at nine different criminal cases and decided not to move forward. We have to trust that process, okay? So I think that's really important. I haven't asked Deshaun this. Well, actually, we have. I know that Deshaun learned through this process, just like all of us do every day in life, particularly when we hit a bump in the road. I thought it was important there that Jimmy Haslam said this decision originated from football operations because that was honest, because that's exactly where this decision originated from was Deshaun Watson is the football player. And that was certainly for first and foremost in their evaluation. And frankly, it would have been in any team that ended up acquiring Deshaun Watson. Listen, Amber, I watched uh, some of that press conference today, and just watching it, you're exhausted, right? You're exhausted from it and everything that has transpired. And I can just see on Andrew Barry's face and Deshaun and Coach Stefanski, this isn't going anywhere anytime soon. They're, like you yeah, buckle earlier, up, get used to it. Oh, this yeah. is what you brought this, into this, your this organization. Is be, this is you the took process. This on. Is the, yes, this is the process that's going to transpire from this, this, this step forward. 